god, is that the anime dropouts? What are we learning today? Hey, wake up! Hentai is amazing. Wait, I have to do how many of these things? Any wish? Yeah, like Ray J, just one wish. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that caught me off guard. <laughs> it's fine now. Why? Because anime dropouts is here. Alright, you can turn off the car if you want. We are back again in the car. Oh for yeah. Another episode of Anime Dropout. This is this is nice. This is definitely nice. We're just now doing road trips, not just stuck in the classroom anymore. <laughs> We're on it's it's like a class trip. It's a class trip, yeah, definitely. Back in uh let's see, when I lived in New York, our class trips were either going to Philly to see the Philadelphia Hall. Oh. Or the Bronx Zoo. Well, I, didn't, I didn't know there was a Bronx Zoo. Yeah. It's actually it, really uh, famous. <laughs> oh, well then. Yeah, I I don't remember class trips. I don't think I had class trips. Oh, shit, I don't remember your class trips. Really? You oh. don't have class trips, but you had an anime club? I started the anime club. <laughs> that was, that's why. Oh. Well, and that was in, and that was high school though. Mm. Are you talking about like? Oh no, I'm talking about like middle school. We had class trips too. Oh, okay. I don't really. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right, so welcome back to Anime Dropouts. We are just here on our way going to round one. It's a yeah Japanese brand arcade. Yeah, yeah Japanese. It's a chain arcade. It's a Japanese chain arcade. You know, and uh, they have one here in the east. Well, I think they just opened one recently in, in Massachusetts or something like that. Yeah, they have one in Massachusetts. I think they have one out like way out in Pittsburgh too. Oh wow, okay. And I think yeah, definitely I think I've been seeing like round one pop up like in the West Coast for like a few years now or a couple while. Yeah. I've seen a lot of it like on Instagram, just people like tagging the locations or just the brand. Yeah, that's pretty it's actually kind of cool. So ours um, one is actually popping up 15 minutes away from us, supposedly, right, in Deptford. But um, we're going to to Exton, Pennsylvania, so right. that's that's pretty much like a an hour drive from us. But we're good. We got our Uber. We got our anime dropouts Uber, so we're good. And we're just doing a podcast in the back seat, like like we always have. Yeah, and we had dinner a bit earlier, but we just saw Cannon Busters. So this one's. Yeah, Cannonbusters. An adaptation of a comic book with a Japanese studio, and it's on Netflix. Okay, so I think you also said too that this this um the show act or the comic itself came like from two thousand and five. Yeah, so it's at least a decade old. Yeah, so that's why like I felt like a lot of the um ideas were very like ideas in the show was very dated plus it's like it felt like it was like a mix of fucking everything it was like a mix of like trigun a mix of uh cowboy bebop yeah 
And like in a weird way, just because of like the robot girl, I felt like outlaw star or some shit, you know? That's just what I thought. Yeah, I guess just first impressions. We saw the first three episodes. I oh, at at times the animation's good, and then at times it's just really jarring. It's I think I think our anime bartender actually made a good point. It was like a mix of because I know the animation is is lacks detail. It the whole thing lacks polish, mm. right? And then when they have something that is like almost like Hanna Barbera style fucking like like animation or whatever, like mm. there's like the main characters or whatever, like some they're drawn well, but then you know there's a lot of things like the backgrounds and everything or or certain scenes that is just basic color shading. You know, it's like you know like just the slap on like shadows or whatever, and they mix that with the three like there's 3d animation to it too it like throws you off like i have no fucking clue what they're going for like some of their animation is like downright fucking like no budget like yeah yeah and i feel like i guess since i haven't read the comic the way they transitioned and directed it it felt strange like we would jump from scene to scene and we would cut away from one scene where the tension's building up only for a couple seconds and then just to come back to it yeah, like it, it was, if it, it had like this very, in a weird way, like this old school, uh, soap opera, like way of telling a story where like there's five stories happening at once, and instead of just telling that story, like it goes, literally back and forth from, each like you know individual scenes that's happening in that moment, and they don't let a scene play out without you know showing you what's going on with the other people or something right i guess yeah i guess there's this overarching plot of uh this kingdom being taken over by some evil bad guy that looks like a giant tengu akuma thingy right that looks uh, that happens i think i I guess i was trying to pay attention it's like the king's bastard son or some shit like that right and our main character is some kind of immortal uh yeah just immortal like i don't like I, I guess like an immortal outlaw. It feels very western, like almost like a Borderlands, yeah, looking style. Too. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like it, it felt like what you said. Like it felt like Trigun. It's that that whole, um, yeah. Like it's it's like the the Wild Wild West, but the character is drawn to be like this, like Spike Spiegel, with, I don't know, like, dude, I, I it's it looks like. A, the animation looks like when I don't know Avatar: The Last Airbender is trying to cut costs, mm. like some of those episodes. You know, uh, it's terrible. I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's more cons than positives, but I do like some of the character designs, although yeah. it feels a little bit derivative. Yeah, like I, I guess I know what I I know what the idea that they're going for. Yeah, like I definitely I think I think, yeah I, I think I know where the heart lies of of the show it's just that now that we are you know 2019 this 2005 show just feels very dated plus plus then i don't know it wasn't executed well you know like the the animation even the i i didn't like the animation i didn't like the story and i didn't like how they executed and how telling the story too It it was just very all over the place like it didn't make any sense to me yeah the characters felt very tropey so the android girl she's like this kind of like this blissfully unaware yeah it, 
I think there's a super powerful being. Yeah, or or uh, I think there's this thing. Um, I know there's this trope that I saw on YouTube. Uh, this trope called like "Born Sexy Yesterday," mm. where it's like you have basically this fully matured like woman. You know, because it only works in sci-fi because you have this fully matured, you know, uh, you know, like woman, but has that has like the pure mind of a child. Mm, you know. Okay. And and that's basically what she was. She's like this robot android girl that has like hu- like developing human feelings that's super powered. Uh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, I know what you mean. I guess that's kind of like the trope you get when you lean really hard into sci-fi or like fantasy. Yeah, that's something that c- comes up pretty often. It's like this this character does not know she's attractive or she's powerful or like you know like everything about her she doesn't she doesn't even know what she has right. So mm. so yeah. I mean, I'll probably keep watching it how many episodes is it uh probably at least 12 i think we were only three in when we stopped yeah. and the uh english so i said we would go for the authentic japanese experience which means we watched the japanese subtitles with english words or english uh, uh, audio english, yeah, english audio and nobody understood what i meant because <laughs> <laughs> okay because i was confused with it it's an American story, but it's made by a Japanese studio. Like the animation or the anime was made by a Japanese studio. Yeah. Man, I don't. Oh, my God. Like, it's the animation is so rough that it's not like the the roughness that you'd expect from a Japanese like studio. Because I'm thinking about like, and it could be style choice. Like, I get that. But like the art. Or the animation felt so. It feels incomplete. Yeah, like there's still there's no detail, yeah. there's no polish, right? But even at the same time, like, have you ever seen like ping pong the animation? Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I like one. The story's amazing, right? Uh, even the movie, even the movie was good. But like, you know, like they drew that rough, right? Even though I know that's the animation style, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a difference between like style choice and right. I guess. Budget. The execution yeah. of it. And I don't know. Like, there was just these scenes. Like, you just kept going back and forth where he's, tor- like, the, the main bad guy is torturing the king. And the thing that the that's holding on to the king, like, literally, they're just, like, no shadows. It's, like, seriously, like, just one straight, like, solid line. And, mm. you know, it's, like, spun around him. And I'm like, this is, this is terrible. I, I don't know. I, I hate bashing, you know, people's work but dang i i couldn't get into this yeah i mean if you guys watch it for yourselves probably in one or two episodes you'll figure out if it's something that you would enjoy or not yeah uh so but yeah yeah, definitely i'm i'm not i definitely am not going to continue this okay yeah i mean besides that what are you been uh watching because i know you've been catching up it's only been about a week since we did our last podcast anyway yeah um so oh um El Meloy, uh, the case files. Oh, you're still watching? Cool. Yeah, I, I just kind of started, I guess, technically. Mm. Um, it's it's slow. The previews that they showed like months ago, I I haven't seen that scene yet. So I don't know. Mm, okay. And I feel like I'm at like episode five or six or some shit, right? And that's that shit is slow, man. Like, I, I love the character, but wow. Like, the, have you been watching it? Uh, I'm up to episode four. I I love Waver's character. I think I would appreciate it more if I read the source material. So 
I think into the light novel that this was a uh, you know made by. I see. Okay. Because yeah. I don't feel in, too invested yet, but I you know I watch it just because it's you know enjoyable. Animation's right. pretty decent. I like the character Gray as well. I mean, do you notice she looks like someone? Saber face. Yeah. <laughs> well, even hair and stuff, right? Yeah. It's just saber with gray hair, basically. Yeah. You'll, you'll, like, I was just like, that's the first thing, too. Like, the first episode, I was just like, the fuck? Why does that girl look like saber? Mm. But, yeah, that's a cute, that's a cool little, I guess, I'm, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, so, you yeah. know. I mean, that's the only thing I, I currently hate about Ufotable and Type Moon right now. Right. <laughs> it's where, okay, so. But there's a reason why she looks like saber. Yeah, and, like, oh, okay, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess the thing where it's, like, they reincarnate other characters to be servants, but they're still visually look almost exactly identical. So I hate like, you know, Saber Lily, Mordred. Oh, hate, yes. Yeah. I hate Ishtar because she just looks just like Rin. I'm like, uh, right. It, it's I don't know why, but it's it's really hard for me to enjoy because I feel like it takes away from what fate was in the beginning. It was like these larger than life historical figures that. Right. You know, be, right turn into like magical tools for mages to fight with okay yeah so that's what i think that's what you said too like you know reading the source material probably would make it better because mm -hmm. watching the anime for el Malloy, i feel like there's a lot of things or, or information or situations going on that aren't really being given to the watcher or the audience and i feel like you know they speak as if in a ma matter of fact that you're supposed to already know whatever the hell is going on right? right like 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 someone explained to me the fucking clock there so is this like a harry potter place like why like how is it that he's like he's like special crimes and unit in the the wizard world like i don't you know what i mean like i get it but not get it at the yeah same time. from what i know it's like an organization that's also you know works as like a school for up for and mages. coming mages all over the world but you know and here's the thing too right like in the show, though, and I sh I know you already seen it. Like they would, they're impressed by the fact that Waver was one of the participants of the Holy Grail War, uh, Holy Grail War, in Japan. Right. And apparently, that's some sort of ritual that all the mages know, but no one's fucking like really talking about that shit though. Like, like there's. They were just kind of like, oh, it happened in Japan. And they're like, yeah. Like, it was like a matter of fact type of shit again. Like, what? It was, what? <laughs> right. Because I think being chosen for the Holy Grail War is kind of, it, there's like a, you know, set of circumstances that you have to go through to be able to be eligible for the Holy Grail War. So, you know, just being right. in that setting, being for Yuki Japan at that time, and then being able to receive that magic crest. But that's the thing, though, right? Like, I, it's, in this world it has is it only in japan i thought i thought before that this this war or holy grail war happens in you know different places in the world or something mm, yeah i'm not sure because i've only known about the three holy like there were three holy grail wars before the one that uh the one we watched or like fate stay night yeah so the one before that was uh fate zero obviously yeah. right and then there was two before that but i right. guess i don't know huh but yeah, that's a, but you know, uh, I do like it. It's still just a bit slow. Yeah. It's probably not one of like you know my highest rated animes or like any of my must watch. Like I could 
let that shit like you know build up episodes for me to watch afterwards yeah if i would watch this that means that i would have to go through all the you know fate stay night fate zero unlimited blade works and then oh yeah get back into the light novels and then <laughs> that way you can actually watch el Malloy case God. files and then kind of appreciate everything because yeah i guess they try to tie it in but you know a lot of things go over my head because maybe i'm not that that uh too too familiar with everything mm-hmm. in, in fate world right i'm still curious as i want to learn a little bit more about the clock tower because in one of the fate endings i think it's unlimited blade works one of the yeah. good endings after the, you know the holy grail war is over rin and shiro yeah. actually go train at the clock tower yeah so here's the thing i don't know if you saw it yet but it, this is this is supposed to be happening right before fate stay night right Supposedly, yeah. Before Fate Stay Night, I don't know how how long before Fate Stay right. Night, but but right there's there. this girl there that looks like that girl that Rin was fighting when they were like they got older in the. Um, oh no, that's the same girl, Lubia, the wrestling girl. Yeah, yeah, that's the same girl. That's the same girl, but she looks oh just as old. You know what I mean? There's a time skip. Anime. Yeah, I, okay. So that is her. Okay, I didn't know. <clears throat> I did not know that. Wow, shit. Okay. Didn't know. Yeah, I think that's the only reason I know is because I saw that one ending in uh, Fate. Wow, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Have you but been yeah. catching up with other shows? Because I know uh, you were complaining a little bit about uh, uh, okay. Kimetsu no Yaiba. So, I'll let you say your piece first. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Uh, unpopular opinion here. Um, I I think, Jesus. Okay, I know you get a lot of hate for this, but the animation is great. Like I think it's a it's an awesome show. What I really dislike about the show is uh, is both. Oh my God, I don't even know their names. Uh, the pig pig kid and 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 blonde hair, Kenshin, right. I dude, they literally oh my, the the jokes are so annoying because like it's these two characters that literally yell every fucking scene. Mm. Like that's their whole like thing. That's their whole character design, and it's so annoying. And I get it for like blonde hair Kenshin guy. I it forgot makes sense his name. for him. Yeah, it makes sense for him because it fits him. He's like he's a scaredy cat. Then he passes out, and somehow he like learned. Or he, he mastered that only that one move that his grandfather has taught him or something like that. And I get it. It's supposed to show the, the dichotomy, you know. But holy shit, dude. Like, right from the start, when I... This guy, like, just yelling every scene that he's in and it's annoying. And then you put those two together. The, the Bakugo pig kid, right? He just... And he also yells. Dude, like... I get. I'm like. I get annoyed at the at the at the show because of the mm. fact that simply it's just like these two characters, like already overpower. There's one character that doesn't fucking talk. And she, just, she just goes like, mm, mm, mm. okay, that's fine, cool, I get it. <laughs> and you have the main character who's just really nice, and you have these two characters just fucking yelling nonstop, dude. It was annoying, which made me start disliking the show as much because you know I, I you know people were saying like. Oh yeah, you know, um, episode nineteen is awesome, and it's really just like the ending, what makes it cool, I guess. The last but, four minutes were, uh, I think, the same. 
director that did the last episode of Unlimited Blade Works. Uh-huh. So you can yeah. tell like yeah. they they spent there was like a difference, a lot. right? Yeah. But then I then I don't know, maybe it's just start disliking it because like, oh, so now you're telling me this main character it's like Bleach again. Like you're telling me this character it's like, oh, okay, he has like water powers, now he also have fire powers. Like, come on, like what else is he gonna be a full bringer? But yeah, you know? I mean, I think the way they exp- tried to explain it or foreshadow it was very. It felt too quick. Like, like I understood that, you know, the flashback of his father being like the fire dancer is yeah. why he is able to, you know, understand yeah. fire. That, but I feel like fire it's, breathing. Yeah, the power ups feel undeserved in a way. Yeah, like it, it's it's. How do you? It's not like you were trained to. He wasn't trained to be like Kagura fire dancing or something like that, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. He just remembered his father and he just started breathing it, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, now I swear to God, if they say, like, his father was also a, f- a part of the Demon Slayer course, <laughs> like, this is fucking Bleach and I hate it. Like, that shit was so annoying with Bleach. But, <clears throat> but, anyways, though, so it just, it just, um, oh, wait, how, do we even know if there's, like, a, a fire school? A what? A fire school. Like, you know how there's, like, lightning, there's water, and and I know that one kid is, like, he's just a, a beast, so he just does his beast breathing technique. Oh, yeah, most likely. Yeah, all right. So I, I guess I understand your complaints about it, and I think I want to add one more con to it. Okay. So the humor sometimes hits for me, mm-hmm. but then there's some parts where I think they try to cheapen it by doing, like, chibi faces. Yeah. And then try to make jokes out of that. Yeah. And it usually just relegates them to just yelling. Yeah, and it feels weird for me because I know like the the jarring aspect between the really, really top tier animation and then going to that in right. like a scene or two later, it just feels weird. Be- but you know, it's and it's not like anime hasn't done that before. Like a really big example that I have of that is Helsing. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they really do that whole uh, even in like the darkest scenes, you know it turns into that chibi style animation and it and it makes sense right but this one is just that like the jokes were the humor or or like the delivery of it it was just very very juvenile i guess mm, okay you know and yeah. you know and that's why they had to rely on on like these characters that that are colorful that you'll yell a lot and and you know to to make a joke work or something mm, okay and i guess for the positive aspects that i've heard is that the characters yes. do tone down a little bit more. Okay, the, awesome. So, you know, every, everybody knows Ufotable for their top-tier, like, battle effects and, like, animation and explosions. Oh, yeah. But I think dude. one thing that people kind of overlooked was the hand-to-hand combat was actually really good. So the yeah. hand-to-hand combat between Tanjiro and uh, Boar's Head Ham, yeah, that, that, was, was, that was awesome. That was actually really, really, really sick. I mean, anything, too, I think that even just the... Even the two times that you know, blonde Henshin, uh, blonde Kenshin, did his thing it was really sick. You know, just like that whole, the whole sequence. Like you know, he pushes his feet back, breathes, then like a thunderclap, and you see a lightning strike, and he like kills something. Dude, that's that's sick as hell. Yeah, I, I, I that's yeah, dude, that's really sick. Yeah, I kind of like his character the most because it's kind of like that unhindered aspect like once you throw away all your fears and inhibitions what will you actually accomplish but the thing so they haven't explained that yet too though why uh 
if he goes into you know like I yeah, guess when, when he, he falls goes asleep. ultra instinct yeah when he goes ultra instinct right and that's the only thing they never like explain I get it like they kind of probably they're setting it up like oh you know um, grandpa I've been you know um, training by myself too and shit like I don't like, get that but why when you pass out right but anyways you know minor I, I, I really, really, really love the animation, though. Yeah. And some of the fights definitely, I think, are, like, awesome. Like, probably some of the best, you know, animation fighting scenes I've seen in, in a yeah. bit. Yeah. The storyboarding for the fights are really great. I think at times the storyboarding for just the other scenes do feel lazy, whereas just the conversation scenes where yeah. I think they just, like, pull up straight from the manga, like, you yeah. know, we'll draw this, draw this, and then, Yeah, you know. just talking heads, then, like, funny animation, the talking heads, it's a... Yeah, but, I mean, it. overall, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the sum is greater than, you know, greater than the sum of all its parts. Right, right. So, but, you know, before I was like, giving it, like, an 8 out of 10, I'll, I'll kind of drop it down because, like, the characters, man. Like, I already dislike Bakugo <laughs> in, in Boku no Hero. And now I have to deal with two more characters that are exactly like him in this thing. And that doesn't... And there's not a lot of characters, so, like, I hear them yelling all mm. the goddamn time. All right, so if you had to drop it down a rating, where would you put it? Yeah, I'd definitely say 7 out of 10. Okay. 7 out of 10 demon heads. 7 out of 10 demon heads? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll probably drop it down to 7.5 for now okay because like unless unless they they tell me something like hey like you you know or or um tanjiro was actually you know he studied the kagura dance mm -hmm. so he knows the breathing he knows the technique right you're right it just feels undeserving it's just like oh you remember like your dad did this so now you have it too like you didn't put effort into making this like you know what i mean like there's no there was nothing to show that you even had remotely like any uh, preparation to do something like that, and, mm -hmm. you know, until it happened. So yeah, if this was not, if so, if Demon Slayer was not picked up by Ufotable, I feel like this would be a really middle of the pack anime. The art direction and character designs are pretty good, but without the animation to take it up to that next level, I feel like it will be very middle of the pack. Oh yeah, like because like because even if. Uh, one Punch Man season two's animation wasn't great, and it really wasn't. Like we can, we can. I think we could all agree on that. It's still the the story, maybe, mm -hmm. or it's still. I mean, the story still pulls you in. Although I think it's uh, it's it's different. How it's not as strong as the first season. Right. Not because of like the animation. It's just because of like how the story is delivered. Even how, you know, one like wrote the story out um i think it's like it was like saitama wasn't even part of the whole problem until the very 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 end you know yeah i was surprised that they went with 12 episodes for this because i feel like the arc was left off at a cliffhanger and if they did like a 24 episode stretch of it i feel like we would be able to get you know at least better animation a little bit more time yeah like i think it has to keep going because having Saitama being or like being part of the whole uh, martial arts tournament and not knowing the over like 
overarching story that's happening outside the tournament like he like you know there there was no stakes for him there's no reason for him it, it just felt like a deus ex machina for him to just appear literally at the end with mm. king and to just destroy that big centipede john yeah i think yeah. the time from season one to season two being adapted it was just way too much of a wait it's like it's like kingdom hearts three yeah. like the wait for, between t- kingdom hearts two and three yeah it felt like fucking forever and when i finally played oh, three right. i was like yeah like, I mean, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, like yeah. I, I right. put the game down after like thirty hours. I'm like, eh, it's it feels way too easy. Yeah. And yeah. I was wondering, like, am I too old for this now or no? It's just <laughs> I think it's just like they set up a story that they couldn't tell after, you know? Because mm. like I don't think you keep on writing a story where you never have the main character actually go up with like the main bad guy of of every story right so i don't know i don't know because if he if kingdom hearts one was a game by itself and then got resolved at the end of that uh-huh. i feel like that would be enough for me like oh yeah yeah start and no none of this like this character is actually a shadow of this character and that wasn't actually the bad guy he was actually oh the good God. guy but there's another bad guy and beyond he lives, him yeah and he lives oh shit and he lives on in some computer program that we have to go get there to get his heart and bring him back and all these other people. That, you know what I mean? That was a whole game in itself. They went into a fucking fake video game world. Jesus. Did you finish Game of Hearts 3? I don't think I finished it. Oh, Jesus. I think I just dropped it after 30 hours. Yeah, it was. I think it was hard to mm. really accept. All right. What else have you been watching? Uh, let's see here. Besides that, I don't know. Like, actually, that that's that's pretty much it. Oh, I mean, like we well, we've already mentioned how heavy are dumbbells that you lift. I, I fucking love that still. I know we said that we talked about that last week, so or whatever, right? So, but I haven't been watching any new animes because, like, I don't think I've seen any really good new ones or i'm just like jaded and i don't want to click on <laughs> some of these things <laughs> that would probably would be interesting yeah i think the only animes this season that i super super invested in like i don't need to know like what's going on next is dr stone and vinland saga oh my god so amazing like vinland saga that's vinland saga is the sh- like that has a, to be that's the a coming top. of age like manime story yeah that has to be the top anime this year for me i, I just i can't yeah i cannot think of anything else topping it like i didn't ball cry but i like i like thug cried you know like just a single yeah. tear out of yeah, your left right. cheek and like you're rolling down your your fist <laughs> right you're crying for a homie no, i get you i get you no I, I definitely really really like it and i wish there was more you know yeah and i feel like Thorfinn's journey now he has gone the exact opposite of what his father wanted him to do oh, yeah. and I feel like wh- how are we going to get I guess back to what uh, you know yeah, what like, his father actually wanted him to be I mean, you know, Christ, being dude. a man for himself that doesn't need a sword he was like I don't know how long he's been on that you know that ship like you know training under the guy that killed his father because you know, even if he does kill him and he doesn't go back home, like, I don't know if, like, his sister or his mom would even know him anymore, you know? I think that's nuts. Yeah. 
That's like crazy. Okay. It's that journey of self-discovery that kind of keeps me in. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely because you want to know, like you don't want to know. Ultimately, you know, partly it's like, is he gonna be okay? Is he gonna get like a revenge for his dad, or you know, how how's it gonna turn out, right? Yeah, and you always want to kind of compare it to yourself because when I was growing up, like my parents didn't really give me an advice. It's kind of like. <laughs> By like age seven, I was like, "Yeah, I know I'm the black sheep of the family." I see. And my dad didn't really give me many advice except like, "Don't marry any ugly girls." Oh, well, that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, like thanks, the only dad. thing he said. Like, yeah, don't marry any ugly girls. And okay, let's go to the buffet. <laughs> that was how the conversation just straight up. My went. my god, yeah, I I I I don't know what to say either. I don't know what to say. But yeah, like that's I. He just feels real. Thor, Thorfinn, despite the fact that, you know, he's a Viking and all that other stuff, like some of, uh, like, just just a lot of, of just modern day problems, I feel like, mm. that are just, you know, I feel like you're just, I, like, you're just fighting through everything, you know? That's why I like him. Yeah, and another thing I wanted to point out is that there's no exposition. Nobody's narrating their fucking thoughts, like... Yeah, what like, you get is actually what you see. Yo, that is actually cool. And you're kind of left to ponder what the hell is what's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like some good tor- it's like storytelling there. Sorry. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Because that one arc where he kind of like washed, washed to shore on that river and the mother found him yeah. and took him back to her home. And she treated him like his, her, you know, her lost son, John. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. Because in 10 minutes, that was like some tear jerking shit oh yeah like when she fight like when she saw him for what he was doing my god like my god like you felt his heart break you know like i just like almost kind of like a foreshadow like what would my mother you know see in me if i came back like this you know right because she wasn't even mad at him she was like she was crying for him yeah yeah and that's like that's like the touching part that's when you know, like, there's that, that human connection there. Like, Christ. Like, you're crying because of someone else's pain. Mm. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a difference between, I guess, more mature anime and the typical shonen, where shonen, you do need a lot of expo- exposition to kind of cover right. everything. Because, like, this one, you know, they don't even have to go through the blood and gore to make this serious. Like, I think that in itself if mm-hmm. they just made an anime that's like kind of tackles these stories i guess it's much easier when you know it's about fighting but yeah i i, I love i love these stories man mm-hmm. oh, man. i mean i, I didn't even <laughs> we weren't even planning on doing like a full out uh, podcast because <laughs> we've only watched one episode since the last time we did a, an episode so. of yeah of villain saga right? yeah right but man, that time skip was time skip was amazing. Like just in a sense of just like seeing how Thorfinn grew up, you know, and like what he has to do. Like, hey, you have to scout. What the fuck was that? Okay, hey, you have to scout that village or some shit, and uh, it's just heartbreaking, you know. Because how many more people does he have to like hurt just to get his revenge? You know, I think. Yeah, I mean, he was still a he was still a baby when he killed his first man. Right? Yeah, dude. He was. <laughs> I don't know how old he was there. 
and just the yelling and like you know and everybody kind of saw him they kind of like almost like ha- like kind of like cheered him on in- inside themselves like they were happy for him but you don't know if he's happy about it or not like you know when he's yelling at the top of his lungs mm-hmm. yeah that's sick though yeah i mean reading uh like watching and reading vinland saga makes me want to at least get started with berserk because you and a uh, bartender jerry <laughs> always sing it with high praise it, it, it is the best it is the best and the worst at the same time is the best of times it's the best times the worst of times yeah no definitely I, I think you know one day we would have to tackle that shit here once you watch it you because you have like never watched it never read it yep. no, oh man i have been able to avoid it for that long Whew. and man. i only got sucked into jojo like the last six months so oh yeah dude jojo's the shit baby and you know that's a thing too right like you know jer bartender jer she got into it, you know, relatively in just the past few years. Uh, like, my dad had JoJo manga, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, I was reading, was reading JoJo manga, and like there was a point in time, you know, like fucking Steel Ball Run, like lasted for like felt like ten years. I, I mean, like close to that. The one after, okay, well, the the two series after or yeah the series after the next series that's coming out i still i are did they say actually are they continuing um jojo after you mean uh, the anime yeah uh i don't think i've seen any news about that yet oh really the only news i've saw seen in the last week was haikyuu is getting a fourth season next year i yeah i heard about that actually mm-hmm. which is an awesome anime Love it. Yeah, that actually got to watch too. The what? What? Haikyuu. What about it? Oh, I've never watched it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it might not be. You know, I watch it because I used to play volleyball and and, and mm. not like not seriously, but you know, I, I really like volleyball and I did like intramurals and shit like that. So mm, okay. Yeah, for me, it's really hard for me to get into any kind of sports anime, unless it's like martial arts. Right, because I think you know martial arts is kind of more of a a global kind of understanding of what the sport is, but if you play a sport like, actually, dude, I don't even fuck, like I Shield Twenty One. I, because <laughs> I'm a geek, right? So I did not know how American football worked until I watched I Shield Twenty One, and I should explain that shit. Holy to shit! Like, like as much like I I used to play ball when I was a kid, but I didn't actually really know how basketball was actually really like how it works and there was this game called freestyle on the pc by sarah like long long time ago and they broke down the game in a like, kind of an rpg way uh. like oh there's three classes you're a forward or or um, a guard or a center that level 15 you level up to be either you know you could pick your are you a power forward are you a small forward are you a point <laughs> guard are you a shooting guard and that shit made sense to me that like and that's funny because like it took like you know a video game like that to to break it down in its uh mm. rpg parts for me to understand it but same thing with eye shield like i never really appreciated um sports anime i mean i watched slam dunk when i oh my god when i was a kid but mm. i shield 21 definitely opened my eyes to to how awesome sports anime is mm, okay right like diamond no ace dude fucking like i love like I, I didn't watch the second season or anything. I think I don't know how many seasons there are, 
but watching the first season, I realized like, oh, so this is fucking baseball. This is actually awesome. I get it. You know, there's like so much strategy to it. I wonder who, how many other people have like similar stories to you where they'll learn, they'll either take their time to invest in a skill or learn something just because of anime. I dude, like, I honestly <laughs> think me going back and trying to be uh, just you know starting up my me being healthier again was because of fucking <laughs> dumbbell. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, like it, it started off really cute, and then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, I've been saying that I, I wanted to go back to like my fighting weight. Um, you know, like just see if I could get back to like my younger years or whatever. And because of that, now I'm, you know, ch- I changed my diet. I find like I'm, I'm working out. So be- ju- all because of that fucking anime. Well, yeah. at least a catalyst, at least. Right. It's one of the catalysts for me too. I'm trying to get yeah. back. Just uh, yeah. because I want to dress up as old man Joseph. That's Ooh, the only reason. Oh, yes. Like, I want to be fucking tight in that tank, in that uh, yeah, polo. <laughs> Jesus, and the scarf. Yeah, and the scarf. I've always wanted to, like, cosplay with somebody as, like, a, like a duo. Like, someone would be star platinum, and I'd be, like, oh, Jotaro yeah. or some shit. <laughs> Did you see that one uh, video that's getting passed around on Twitter? It's no. the, uh, the two kids bowling. One kid's pointing, like, a JoJo pose, and then the other guy's bowling behind him. <laughs> No, I didn't see that. <laughs> you gotta, I gotta, watch I gotta that. check that out. That's funny. And, oh yeah, there was this infographic that was passed around a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. where they were showing the amount of like school participation in tennis clubs. Uh-huh. So around the time like you saw Prince of tennis, tennis come out, you saw like this huge fucking spike. Yo, that's the thing too, right? Like so, Gun from you know from art school dropouts, like you know one of our friends, he even said he started te- playing tennis in the high school because of. Prince of Tennis. I mean, you know, he was pretty decent at it. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I imagine there's probably a similar jump for people who like slam dunk as well. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Man, but that's so classic. Yeah. It's so classic. I was looking for the slam dunk uh, collab Jordans. It was like $600. Holy shit. Yeah, (laughs) dude. Wow. Only $600? I feel like that would be more expensive. But yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all secondhand. So. Ah, I see. I see. That's fucking sick. Mm -hmm. That's fucking sick. I guess there's no Korokono Basque, like, uh, oh, well, never mind. Like, you know, that actually was kind of a cool anime, too, mm-hmm. so, yeah. I mean, the last thing I've seen was, uh, what is it, Adidas doing uh, stuff with Dragon Ball Z. Oh, right. I've seen the Piccolo shoes. Yeah. Those are pretty fucking sick, though. I actually want the Frieza ones. That's about it. Ooh. Yeah, Frieza colors are tight. Frieza yeah. colors are tight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, or the Shenron ones, too. That I didn't see, but that sounds fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Yo, if you got Shenron kicks, dude, what? <laughs> that is swag. That is so fucking swag, dude. That'd be, that'd be sick. Oh, uh, yeah. Click your heels for those three wishes. No. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That works. All right. We're just, uh, we're going to be there soon. So we'll probably end the podcast for now and then continue yeah. back on later. <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys actually, uh, I feel like we have more energy when we talk <laughs> in the back of a car going to places. And now it's raining. Oh, damn. Where am I going to do the opening to the vlog? <laughs> uh, you could, No, you could do it over at the round one entrance. Oh, uh, hopefully the guard doesn't. It's under the uh, like a little roof. So. Yeah, hopefully uh, the guard doesn't be like, hey, is that a camera you're bringing in? Either that way or there's a parking lot that we oh, can to go to Oh, there is a parking the lot. Yeah. Okay, we, we try that. 
Okay, and with the power of editing, again, we are back in the basement, and we just watched a couple of episodes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's start off with uh, Vinland Saga first, episode seven. And is, that so, the, is that the last one or like the, the Yeah, one, the latest the, one. The latest one? Ah, oh, shit. I, oh, the, when they stormed the, the, the lake, yeah. or the French, the French outpost or something like that, right? Yeah, there was some crazy cool shots. Like when Ashlad came out with the entire Viking crew and there's a like oh, lingering they, two seconds of his face and they're just rushing everything. I want, oh man, I like, I wish I actually uh, read up on some history. I wonder if that's like a real thing that like Vikings did. Cause I feel like they, they went out of their way to make the anime a bit more, you know, as well, historically like kind of real, you know, with certain, certain things that the, uh, the Vikings did. What if they did that? They like yeah. carried out. That's that's nuts though. I guess those ships aren't really that big if like uh those people would carry it over like you know an inland strait or something. Yeah, I mean if a crew of them can row it over, yeah, can they dude, carry that's it? But like, ship. dude, that's a up ship. mountains and shit, right? See, that's a thing. I guess I guess it is somewhat kind of realistic in the sense of like they've been carrying that shit all night. But then again, it takes them one night. Yeah, and I'm man, Thorfinn grew up so quick. <laughs> Yo, this this show feels so fucking fast. Yeah, it, it is, but uh, but it makes sense. It makes sense a lot. Like everything that um he's going through, I guess even because the previous episode, that's when like he that that lady that was like trying to protect him, mm-hmm. and like you know, I I guess I don't know how long it's been since. I guess it hasn't been that long. It's probably like a half a half a year or yeah. something. He looks so, a little bit older now too. Right. Yeah. And it, even though they still kind of regard him as a kid, he looks like a weathered, <laughs> a weathered teenager, man. But yeah, like man, there was some badass like directing in that when he was doing like the first person run through and then jumping over. Oh, oh, yeah, right, moat. right. It was it, holy shit. What do you call it? It was that movie, Hardcore Harry or some shit like that. Hardcore oh, Henry. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was, the entire it, first person movie. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he did. He pro- pretty much like mirrors edge that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, like. It's it's everything that they're doing in the anime. I still like. I like the fact that you can probably really film it like live action. You know, aside from like you know, Thor's like uppercutting somebody like thirty feet into the hair or some shit like that. But besides that, like you know, yeah. Besides that, it still feels pretty grounded in reality. Yeah. Oh yeah. And speaking of uh, shows that are on Amazon, mm-hmm. Blade of the Immortal is going to be on Amazon. Wait, like there's a new one, right? Yeah. So the a- anime is going to be out in October. Which is really soon, actually. I, you know, the funny thing is, I feel like I have like the DVDs of the old one upstairs right now. <laughs> like I was like thinking about that shit. I don't know. It'd be kind of funny to show it on like a, a video podcast. Or yeah, like do comparisons between old and new. It's like terribly. <laughs> like the, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think the the art. Well, I feel like it doesn't stand up to the test of time now. Like, mm, okay. Well, actually, yeah. Never mind. Sorry. I continue. I don't know if it's going to be good but i'm pretty hopeful the character designs were released on twitter they look pretty cool more modern yeah it looks up to date uh but the team that's working on it is the one that did the berserk 2007 oh wait oh 2007 yeah oh like the golden egg john like the movie i think so okay so that's that's pretty good then yeah has to be pretty good pretty hopeful for it but vinland saga i'm gonna give it like eight out of ten viking ships Oh man, dude, I, it's it's my top. Like I I know, like I don't know, like earlier, I guess, like for the year, I was like, oh man, I really like Carolyn Tuesday. I know it's going still. I think mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't continued to watch it. Yeah, I think it slowed down and got like 
a little bit of the wind out of its sail since it's yeah. on Netflix. And I think it's not going to be in English until like the next week or two, something oh, like that. I see. So yeah, I, I guess I could try to check that out. But this one kind of kind of took the spot. Like, I don't know. I'm not as hype as the, uh, you know, for Carolyn Tuesday, mm. you know, but but this one definitely, dude. 10 French treasures out of 10. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's up there for me. My favorite, loot- my, literally my favorite anime. I just loved straight it. up looted the first place. Yeah, spot. Just, <laughs> just looted. Yeah, exactly. They just came in and pillaged it. Um, I love everything about it. Just the show, the, even like the opening song. Like, damn, it gets you hype. Oh, that's just me. Yeah. And you don't know what's going to happen next and it keeps you on edge basically every episode yeah i i actually every episode makes me want to see what's going on next and that's like kind of rare for you know animes this day all right let's pivot on to fire force so i think the last episode we saw was seven right when um yeah like station eight and five are working oh they have to infiltrate uh the the first the first division right yeah and find out who is causing the human combustion because they know it's somebody up there right that's actually kind of wild because if they're choosing who to combust then it's not random anymore and yeah. i guess what's the reason behind or certain or, people but it's it, like in this world though like fucking like human combustion is like a normal like not normal but like a documented thing completely different from our world like there's there's talks about it but there's no real proof that human the spontaneous human combustion actually happens right the only comparable thing is like maybe u.s gun violence to the number of human (laughs) combustions but there yeah (laughs) now that they're actually yeah like picking people to actually combust yeah i'm actually liking the new character designs for the people in the first brigade they're pretty cool yeah i'm surprised that they actually have like chinese characters and you actually mentioned like one of them has like a legendary like and yonja or something like his name i was like i think that's the I could be wrong, so people let me know. Um, he's the name of the 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 legendary hero archer that shot down the eight sons. And like in Chinese legend, we were so like apparently like our our world had like eight sons, and when they come out together, they were like burning up our crops. So this legendary archer shot down the other. Also, bring down the heat a little. Yeah. Oh yeah, it took down all the sons but one or something. Yeah, okay. And it, so I was like, oh man, is that is that guy gonna be an archer? So I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, so far, at, I don't know what it is about the show, but some at some points, the animation's really awesome. And some points, it feels rushed. Yeah, you know, like, okay. Like, I was thinking that too. Like, that final kick that uh, Shinra, right, mm-hmm. did to the captain. Like, the whole animation during the fight was so good. But the moment he hit the captain, and like, he, like, and, you know, and, he, and basically the captain did like... um uh zangief's like uh v tri- uh, like v move v skill <laughs> and he just kind of like just flexes it looked rush like that one shot where i know it's supposed to be like a freeze frame but you think that there would be more detail there or something like that right? it just looks weird right like i think they know like they cut certain certain scenes they, they definitely cut down the budget you know yeah sometimes. and i'm liking the new powers too the especially the guy with the trumpet yeah it's odd i feel yeah I don't know about his superpower, though. Oh, well, not superpower, but, you know, firepower. Because, like, what's his firepower? Something about turning fire into sound I thought that's, and into I thought that's his, just his equipment, though. Oh, that's the equipment? Well, 
Damn. Because like it like apparently the equipment can take fire, like the 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 heat of fire and like run it through the trumpet. Is and it, it taking like the molecules and like slowing them down? <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I didn't. I totally forget. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't know. I I think I didn't pay attention hard enough to like what he was doing there. That's pretty crazy though for their technology because you see the Eighth Brigade and they're using like guns and shields. Right. And then like a fire axe is like the highest technology they actually have. Right. And yeah, it's first brigade, man. They, yeah. They we talked money. about it earlier. So right now uh, I'm like going to rate it six out of 10, like cat yeah. girls. Yeah. It, it definitely simmered down, but I'm <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah. It did. Like, I think the first few episodes were really hype, but then it, it like, I think this is like my whole, uh, concept of the whole um what do you call it the blue exorcist mm-hmm. first few episodes are hype as shit then it kind of stales out a bit like you know like i i guess there's the story is just kind of like pretty pretty perceptible yeah um, i'm hoping it actually picks up again i mean now that we're going towards more like a mystery kind of like finding out who's yeah who, who's actually, actually in charge and under everything right so, you know we'll see yeah i i yeah, I I still it's still okay to watch. Yeah, I definitely I agree with you. It's six out of ten cat girls, definitely. All right, cool. <laughs> six out of ten boob grabs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and let's see. How about Kimetsu no Yaiba for the last one for today? Okay, and I think we covered nineteen and twenty when we were yeah, talking in the, in the car. car. Okay. Well, you know, honestly, okay. Despite everything that I said recently, the episodes have been really sick they're actually been really fun uh the animation is top-notch man and it, look, you know, it looks so fucking like it, it looks so pretty good. and that's why i can't fully like i can't drop it below like seven you know yeah. it's like it's gotten back up so maybe it's like eight to me now but yeah like it, it's it's very i think i i think something clicked in my head oh it feels very bleach you know like oh everybody got their swords and they got their bank guys and everybody mm. has like a different looking sword or whatever but uh yeah and i think we kind of see something like that when uh what is it tanjiro actually wakes up after they're taken to the headquarters oh the soul society yeah <laughs> the this, captains. <laughs> well, they actually look really cool yeah, I Hashida, like the yeah. they look yeah they look really cool but isn't um well i guess he's not in that thing because he protected the deep uh what's his name Tokoy. oh shit to- Tomiya? Oh, fuck, I don't know his name. Tokiyomi? No, I don't think Or something like that. Yeah, but you, the dude that looks like Byakuya from, from I think Bleach. he's part of the group, though. Yeah, but he wasn't in the in that last shot. Yeah, I mean, there's probably more than five or six. Just I to match so. yeah, maybe. the demon side. Maybe. Yeah, so it, it's like, I think it's, it's, a, it's, it's a trope that I think we all know already, if you guys have been watching animes, and, and it's not boring. I, I like it, you know? Yeah, I was going on, like, this wild tangent in my head, like, what if this is like an allegory for Michael Jackson? Because he's, he's taking all person. these innocent demons. Oh, gross! Or innocent kids and turning <laughs> Holy them. Holy shit! They're all kids. Wait, evil. well, hold up. Okay, he only takes the strongest ones, right? Okay, but they were okay. Cause like that big spider dad, like, what the fuck is he? Right. That's weird. Ew. I mean, anyway, I. I don't know. Like, I do feel sympathy for the demons in some part. They make them understandable, at least. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess they try to put that perspective, like, you know, some of them that it's not their choice or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm sure the kid, like, I'm sure the kid didn't know what the fuck was happening. He's a kid and he's sick and he's like, got better and like he just urges. I mean, kid didn't look like he went through puberty yet. Of course, it's gonna be weird for him. I guess if if you know if I'm trying to humanize these fictional demons, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I feel like one of the things that felt odd to me is that they slowed down the pace by a lot. So yeah. twenty one was basically just picking up the pieces and you know everyone who's either super wounded or whatever is right. getting healed and. We only have four episodes left in the season. Fuck, really? Yeah. So, oh, it's only wow. yeah. I so we're gonna, gonna get cliffhangered. I feel like because they right. just introduced, you know, five, six potentially oh, more. Characters I hope there's too. one more, at least one more big awesome fight before right. it ends. But it's probably gonna just go a lot of story. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping for you know. Yeah, this is guaranteed for another season. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, it's it's good. I, I like it. So yeah, I I bump it back up to like. Eight out of ten uh butterfly crazy hot girls. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go for eight out of ten. Actually, you know what? Let's let's give them more. Eight eight point five. Oh. Tiny as it goes. Tiny. That's so cute though. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap up the podcast for today. Uh, email us anytime at animedropouts.gmail.com. We will read your questions on the air. And one special announcement is that we are soon ending Anime Dropouts because we are going to video form. Yeah. Oh, wait, we're completely ending this? <laughs> uh, we'll start a new season. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're... we're <laughs> yeah, so uh, depending on how quick my Fiverr requests come in, you know, we'll just change around the music a little bit. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, we need a new opening and an ending. Oh, true. Yeah, I guess uh, I can animate something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you all for listening. And special shout outs to there's actually there's a new podcast that came out called Project Manga. Mm. So it's a group of friends. I listened to their first t- t- two podcasts and it's actually pretty fun. So they cover Weekly Shonen Jump on their second episode mm-hmm. and their origin episodes kind of like, you know, telling their backstory and what they're doing. So Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, so it might be nice to like collab with them in the future. So that'd be sick. Shout outs to Project Manga. Project so, Manga, yeah. I would check them out that, too. We'll see you guys next class. All right. See you. Bye. <laughs>